It's funny how themes can leap off the page of our lectionary texts when we're least expecting them, and yet maybe most in need. For the last several weeks, beginning in Holy Week, we've seen the theme of fear running through our Gospel readings. The disciples, for example, were so frightened by what Jesus was predicting in his own passion that they tried to stop it. And when that didn't work, they lied, or they fled, they disappeared, in order to escape their own fear of the unknown. The women at the tomb on Easter morning were terrified by the implications of the angelic figure that appeared to them. They were frightened by his message, too, that Jesus was gone. And just as he had said, he had risen. The world had changed, the finite had become infinite, the certain was uncertain. Last week, we heard that the disciples were hiding behind locked doors for fear of the Jews who might hunt them down for their involvement with Jesus. Their future was uncertain since Jesus' death. They didn't know what was ahead of them and were terrified of what could happen if they ventured out into the world. And now in our Gospel reading this morning from Luke, Jesus appears to his friends out of nowhere and says, Peace be with you. And they were startled and terrified. Startled and terrified, in fact, as if they had seen a ghost. Like the women before them, the disciples had finally begun to reorder their world according to the new reality that Jesus was dead. Human evil had won. But now this, alive? The world had changed. They were on the precipice of something they did not understand that was even greater than anything they had imagined. They were terrified. We are still in the season of Easter, in the midst of the great 50 days of this celebration. And it is a celebration. Of course it is. Celebrating life over death and good over evil. God wins. This time and every time. Surely that is worth celebrating for weeks on end. So why does fear stand out so much this year? Perhaps because we humans have the uncanny ability to hear what we need to hear from the central text and teachings of our faith. There's a lot to fear in the world right now. A lot of people terrified by the future and the uncertainty. A lot of worlds upended. We are all a little terrified, and so it's comforting to know that the disciples, those imperfect people, upon whom we model our ways of moving through the world, they were terrified, too. It happens that I've been thinking and talking a lot about funerals over the last couple of weeks. Our Kerygma class on Monday nights explored the Episcopal funeral service as an outline of hope as we see it in Scripture. Also recently, I spoke with the family of a woman who's dying. 
and talked about the celebration of life and eternal life that is inextricable from the way our funeral service is put together. Funeral talk this close to Easter reminds me even more of how wonderful, how lovely our Episcopal funeral service is. It is a celebration every time. Not a celebration of the life that is now gone, but a celebration of the resurrection. In many ways, our funeral is just like our Easter liturgy. Everything that Christianity is about. Hope, conquering evil, the promise of abundant life, even when life as we know it is over. Our funeral service is a celebration of the person that has gone on to eternal life, but also a celebration of the gift that is given to all of us when we believe. Our funeral service is a feast of alleluias, regardless of the situation, regardless of the time of year. It is a service we should be proud of having in our Book of Common Prayer. But, this is all well and good, but even when we believe, deeply and truly believe in the resurrection, fear is still there. And fear, frankly, is a totally appropriate response. The disciples were terrified by the changes taking place all around them. They were scared of their own loss of control and of the great unknown that stretched out before them when Christ appeared with those simple words, Peace be with you. Peace? Hardly. The world as they knew it had been upended again and again and again as God continued to work all around them. I doubt they felt much peace. And I don't blame them for being afraid. The journey into the unknown is not ever a comfortable one for us fragile humans. Even those of us who profess to thrive on excitement and adventure like some sense of comfort, some sense of stability amidst the chaos. Everyone, I would imagine, has had the experience of leaving something known and heading into the unknown. Perhaps you've left a job, or you've left home for college. You've left a relationship or moved away from a beloved community. Leaving is hard, even when the situation left behind is not ideal. There is some comfort in that which is known, and that's why fear is a natural human emotion. It can protect us, and in small amounts can keep us from harming ourselves and making rash decisions. It's a natural animal emotion, too, as we're learning in our family. We recently got to play host to a mother robin sitting on her nest of eggs on our front porch. We watched the three little eggs hatch, and we watched the mother nourish the peeping babies with mouthfuls of worms into maturity. One morning, we noticed that two of the teenage birds were gone. Only one remained, alone in the nest, screeching. 
apparently terrified by the thought of jumping out and finding his own way. But the next day, he too was gone, finally having decided to take that leap of faith. And so it is with us. The journey from this life into the next life is a journey into the unknown. Like any journey into which we cannot see or understand, it is incredibly scary. The idea of the resurrection, the knowledge deep in our souls that death isn't the end of this, that we are headed to a place where there is no pain or grief, the life eternal, that knowledge can mitigate some of our fear, but I doubt if it ever goes away. We're humans. We fear what we don't understand. Fear is a natural human response to the unknown. Fear is okay. It's okay to think and hesitate, to regroup, to pause. There is a place for fear in the kingdom of God. But it's not okay to stay there. It's not okay to use fear to motivate us into hatred or persecution, to betray one another or to hide behind locked doors forever. It's not okay to let fear stop us from hearing and spreading that message of peace be with you. It's not okay to give in to fear. We're humans, yes, we're fragile, we're imperfect, but we are humans created in the image of a great and loving God. A God who wants more for us than just fear. And a God who has provided for such. There is more to the human experience than that. If we stop at fear, we're robbing ourselves of the ability to love another, to learn, to grow, to experience the freedom that comes in Christ. In short, when we stop at fear, we deny ourselves to live abundantly. Life abundant, life eternal, are meaningless if you are dying terrified every, every day. The disciples did not stop at terrified. If they had, chances are we wouldn't be here now. The gospel never would have left that room. Even amidst their confusion, they cooked some breakfast. They ate a meal. They listened. They learned. They let their minds be opened. They enjoyed the presence of the one they loved so much. And then they unlocked that door. They went out into the world and spread the gospel. And we are invited to do the same. <laughs>